listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pemba and James Grinday. What's going on, FN Nation? John and here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's six-game main slate. James, we had a 10-gamer Tuesday, six-gamer on Wednesday. Usually that's kind of reversed. Wednesday, middle of the week is usually a big slate, but uh, I don't hate the six-game year. We kind of consider that always our quote-unquote uh, wheelhouse slate. The player pools are, are nice. The ownership's spread out enough to, to sort of make a difference here. And one thing about this slate is there's a, a few teams, at least, that are on back-to-backs. We got Minnesota, Sacramento, LA, Portland, all on back-to-backs for this six-game slate. So about half the teams uh, on, on a back-to-back. Yeah, about half the teams. And we have half the spreads as well. Only one total, though. Toronto, OKC, 208. And obviously with teams on back-to-backs, we're not going to get as many spreads. With these games not finished, we're not going to know. Like somebody could get hurt. Somebody could be questionable. You never know. But Cleveland's six-point favorites against the Spurs at home. Chicago, one-point road favorites in Charlotte. Toronto getting nine-and-a-half against Toronto on the road. And Golden State, three-point dogs in Utah, John. Clay Thompson already ruled out for that game. But interesting enough so is Rudy Gobert so interesting to see the Warriors three three and a half point um underdogs even though it is Utah and they're a good team it's still interesting to see yeah I agree with you that is, it's rare to I think I think the only the time we feel like we've seen it was uh maybe against the Suns earlier this year where they were like underdogs it's, it yeah probably like it doesn't happen uh too often so uh, all right let's just jump into it point guard position DeJounte Murray all the way up to 10 six that's steep sheesh steep uh, Steph at 10-3 going into Utah. Uh, and then Westbrook's at $9,200 on the back-to-back against Portland. That's the uh, top three price point guards here. I probably will not be playing DeJounte Murray against Cleveland. Cleveland is a good defensive team. They are a very slow-paced offense. I'm probably not going to go there. I guess you can in tournaments. Maybe the, the price will be something that depresses his rushership. I don't think I'm going to go there. You can for Steph again. He's been better. Almost triple-double shot the ball again, uh, 50% from the floor. The assists have been up. I think he's realized it, that they need it without Draymond out there. Now there's no clay as well, right? I think this could be a really good spot for Steph. Utah's defense has not been great without Rudy Gobert. And I don't literally care at all to play Russell Westbrook. In yeah, the- I hear you. I hear it's, it's wild those prices even still where it is so you know maybe with it being a back-to-back of like anybody sits but yeah that's the only way right like if somebody sits it's literally yeah. the only way you got Lamelo ball at 8800 going up against chicago you got fvv at 8700 dollars going up against the thunder you got those two point guards we don't know if garland's gonna be active or not if he is you know, he's missed some time he's questionable he is 8400 dollars going up against san antonio usually a good match that we like to target but I believe that Lavert is going to be you know, already ruled out. I lied. I thought Lavert was going to be available to. Is I was just uh, there's not. nothing there's nothing yeah. official. That was just like like they just like kind of slapped him with the tag, right? Like right. here you go, here's your an ounce. But there's, I mean, it's he got traded on Sunday, right? So Monday, Tuesday, it'll be Wednesday. Like he'll have cleared any protocols or like keep. I mean, we saw Justice Winslow play like two days after, so there's no reason he can't play. I mean, so 
Yeah, uh, I agree. So I mean, we'll see if I guess we'll see if Levert is active or not. Something they're worth paying attention to for sure. It definitely will impact Garland if Garland plays for sure. Correct. The price tag we'll we'll have to you know wait and see. But the other two you mentioned, I think Ball is a really good play. It's a tournament play only. Ao's already ruled out for this game. Yeah, their their best perimeter defenders already ruled out, and they don't really have anyone else. I mean, they've been a dreadful defensive unit, and now they're th- literally their three best defensive uh, wings are now not there. So. I like LaMelo in tournaments, and I think Van Vliet, once again, safe cash game, tournament, whatever you want to play him in. He's viable for all formats. Yep, I, I agree with you. We're going down a little bit further. I don't know if you saw the report, James, but they came out and said with Josh Giddy, they're going to limit him to around 30 minutes for the next few games. Yeah, what the hell is that about? I don't know, because he had played like 38 and 37, and then all of a sudden he played 30, and then they came out afterwards like, yeah, we're only going to play him around 30 minutes. So yep. someone to at least take note. He's 20 years old. So what are we my, my, my thinking is that he's never played this many games, I think. The NBA season's longer than you think he's probably played overseas when he was 18. So they're just trying to steady him. But, like, I can't pay 7600 knowing he's going to be limited, right? So, And I guess the other question is, and it's not really a question. I want your opinion on it more. Around 30 minutes. So in 30 minutes, he had a double-double. But the idea that it could be around 30 minutes means like he could play 26, right? right. He could play 33. How much of this coach speak are we buying into here? I mean, he limited him. Dagnall limited him to 30, right? That was exactly what he limited him to. So maybe it's actually going to be they're they're going to be very good about monitoring stuff. I don't know, man. Tough to get to. Also, it's not like a great game environment. 208 total. So it's not like my favorite. You could do it in a tournament, but I think you're right. If it's going poorly, maybe it's 28 minutes or things are, I don't know. It's hard It's hard to It's hard to judge if this is just coach speak when he played him exactly 30 minutes after playing him 36, 37, 38, three games prior. So I kind of believe him and I wish it wasn't true, but probably won't be getting there for at $7,600. A couple guys that have back-to-backs, the Aaron Fox, 77, Anthony Simons at 73, D'Angelo Russell at 7K. Oh, whoa. I know, I know, 7K Russell. Whoa. I mean, Simons for sure. Lakers don't play any defense. They're getting torched again tonight, and we know what Portland just did by trading CJ McCollum. So, yeah, definitely on Simons, but that Russell price when's the last time he's has it ever been that way he has he was 7k november 13th john right went for 35 he wasn't below 7k since october 30th fifth game of the year he was 6800 i mean and it's sacramento talk about him talk about like one of those like price point plays that you should attack now shout out gordon hayward for really bringing it home to that point the other day yeah but I mean, this seems like a misprice for sure. Yeah, with no AO out, does that make Kobe White more appealing to you at all? I mean, Kobe White's kind of sort of just playing anyways, but maybe the ball, like somebody, AO's been giving having a lot of assists. I guess yep. maybe that's probably not Kobe White's role. So, but somebody's going to have to run this offense. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be Levine and DeRozan, I would say. I don't think they really need a point guard on the floor, right? Levine has seven and eight assists the last two games. DeRozan has averaged seven assists over his last seven games. So I don't think they need it, but I think Kobe White could be on like the receiving end of it. So I do think Kobe White pretty viable. If for whatever reason, Levert and Garland aren't active, I don't know if you saw that, that Rondo played 32 minutes against the Pacers the other day, had 42 fantasy points. 
Who did? Rondo. Rondo played 32 minutes against the Pacers. 15 points, five boards, 12 assists, 42 fantasy points. He's broken down, right? Like he's not able to f- function anymore. That it's weird because Brandon Goodwin had been yeah, Goodwin did nothing that game. Sixteen playing. minutes, three fouls. I mean, how can you not? How can you look at that and be like, he was traded? He wanted to go to a team that was going to play him. That's what that is. Thirty-two yeah. minutes, right? That's what, exactly what that is. So, so we'll, we'll see what happens, obviously, with those guys. But you know, that obviously the most minutes we've seen Rondo play like in in how many? In probably a couple of years, right? Probably true. Probably in a couple of years. Uh, shooting guard Levine is at ninety-one hundred dollars interestingly priced i don't think i'm gonna go this there. is gonna have proud do we have a total on this one did you say no we don't have a total on this one no nope. in 225 maybe i would say yeah i think that's a i think that's a good number i think it's probably around there they're uh, both they're both 40 t- in the first matchup between them 40 fantasy or 40 actual 40 fantasy i think you you brought up a good point though with the when you started talking about someone's gonna have to handle the ball i like i just think it's living and it's gonna be DeRozan. and there's a double chance here where there's usually where there's usually not right is usually not exactly there so maybe because we're just like the bulls are just so depleted at guard i could get behind it usually i don't love 9100 though uh where are we on the 8600 price tag of donnie mitch 42 and 58 fantasy points these last two games i mean i mean i mean he's just he's taking over and again 20 that first game that he comes back probably is he ends up with 50 fantasy points if it's not a 20 point blowout no problem going there i still think under 9k i think that's my i think that's like where i've been where i'm going to draw the line because we're still getting upside here so under 9k it's a tough matchup but maybe wiggins ends up being the assignment here but yeah i think i think iguodala either like wiggins could potentially like cause a problem because his length but I'm okay. I mean, there's so much volume. And the Knicks are a slow plotting offense and the they had no problem. He they scored 113 points and Mitchell scored 32. So now this is like an up temp more of an up tempo game. Yeah, I'm in on Mitchell 86. Okay. Rozier and Gary Trent, sixty nine and sixty five hundred dollars. Sure and on both fronts, no Hayward, I think helps Rozier for sure. Yeah, Rozier went for forty four fantasy points. That first game against Chicago. I think this is gonna be this is this could be the most fun game on the slate outside of Golden State, Utah. This might actually just be the best game on the on the board for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I feel like whenever I believe in a, like a competitive Charlotte game, they get blown out. It's but, like a forty point loss. Yep. Right. Because I mean, again, we're we're talking about Levine. We're gonna talk about DeRozan, but this is a Charlotte matchup for Vucevic. So that's a fair point. You know. Point. So we'll, we'll see where we're gonna go. A Monks on a back to back against Portland. Jordan Poole. With no Clay Thompson, likely going to get 30 minutes here um, at $5,800. Not really a great discount on him with this, even with the guy being ruled out. Maybe because they knew ahead of time. Maybe that kind of did us in here. Yep. Yep. They had the uh, the ability to adjust. So he's at $5,800. Uh, Davion, again, we'll see what happens in Sacramento, but Davion at $5,600 is also a pretty good price. Yeah, I like them both. Jordan Poole has been awesome lately to say the least almost triple doubled which I, I think is an anomaly but he's been better rebounding he has been better passing we know he can score the basketball and yeah i think davion's in play for sure look you put it in discord you put it in your write-up he's been very good this year as a starter so maybe that was tyrese halliburton driven and that's been my argument for the trade against 
why would you trade Halliburton when you could trade Fox? But, you know, different topic for a different conversation. I still think Mitchell's in play 56 as long as he's starting. Okay. Under that grouping, any of these value guys sticking out to you at all? 38. I mean, it's a tournament play, but Chetty, I think, is in play. Does he get impacted if Levert's active, though? Yeah, it's definitely Levert, Garland, both of them, honestly, probably. I would like that to see them both out for Chetty. Mclemore, as long if no one's active, like Hart, if none of those new acquisitions are are active, Mclemore sure. started this evening, forty three. Trey Man, Trey Man, it's like the volume. We know we're gonna get the volume, so that's cool. He's just like he's not making a lot of shots. Right. Uh, he just needs to make a couple more shots. Man, that's probably it. We can't play Moody with everyone back with Porter back. He didn't even play. He played nine. Yeah, minutes. I mean, unless they start him at shooting guard or small forward, they move they move Wiggins to the two or something. If Moody's in the starting lineup, he's in consideration. Is basically what we're saying. Small forward, you have uh, LeBron here on a back to back at ten eight against Portland. We know this is I mean, we know what Portland is right now. Ten eight's the cheapest LeBron has been since today. He was ten five. Oh, <laughs> he was ten five today. Yeah, okay. he was ten five today. Uh, but he might get a fourth quarter off because they're getting absolutely blitzed by Milwaukee. Yeah. So outside of today, then, I guess, the last time he was under 10-8, it was uh, December 19th. So a uh, little price dis- discount there. Bridges, we talk all the time. Power forward, small forwards against Chicago. They He went for 50 the other day, surprisingly. Didn't have a good game against Chicago their first meeting. But just eight shots total in that game. A little bit of an anomaly for him. No Gordon Hayward, as we also have already discussed. Here, Bridges at $7,800, this is certainly a match where he could come through big time. Yeah, I have a lot of interest. I think it's a great call. I have a lot of interest in Bridges here for, for tournaments. Not going to go there in cash, but I would definitely like to have a lot of shares in tournaments. Harry B on the back-to-back, assuming he isn't traded by then, $6,600 against Minnesota? I think that's probably my issue, though. One day away from the trade deadline makes me a little weary. Like that would that makes me a little nervous about playing Harry B. I'm probably gonna pass. You can go there if you want, but I mean we just don't know. He could be traded at half, literally at halftime or in the first quarter or like whenever Sacramento picks up the phone and like, hey, we want Harrison Barnes. Here's two first round picks. They're like Harrison, you gotta come out of the game. So I probably won't be going there a day out from the deadline, considering how hot of a commodity he is right now. Yep, I, I agree with you there. OG, I, for whatever reason, skipped over probably because the Thunder matchup. It's yeah. so weird to me. But, I mean, he's been playing really well also. Yeah, he's been playing really well, and we know he's just going to play 40 minutes, so absolutely no problem going there. Yeah. Bojan, Wiggins, Dort, that whole mid-6K range, all in play? All in play. Yep. Ubre at 56. Ubre at 56 is going to be chalky. They already ruled out Hayward. They already ruled out Martin. He's going to be very popular, and I don't think – it's a bad play. I'm just stating that he's going to be saying that he is very boomer bust. Yeah. He, and he is extremely boomer bust. He has a less than 20 point floor and he has a 50 point ceiling. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a great tournament. If there was ever a game to run back to Javante green blocks plus steals, it might be against Charlotte. <laughs> they turned the ball over a ton. Green is $4,400. It's been starting. He only played 24 minutes against Phoenix there, but they had every, they were back at full strength pretty much. So I have to wonder with AO out, if that puts Green back into a 30 minute rotation here. Yeah, that was what I was going to say too. I think that's a good point that you just brought up that AO is not there anymore. So where his minutes might be absorbed by Kobe White, I think Green's going to absorb a lot of them too. So 
Um, we should see Green back over 30 minutes here, and I, I have some interest at 44. My boy Kenrich uh, played 31 minutes the other day. He's, uh, outside from the Sacramento game, the last you know handful of games, 30, 26, 25, 29, 23, 17, and then 31. With no, no Roby, right? They ruled out a few guys here. Earl, I think, is out as well. Oh, he has like a broken foot. Robinson. Yeah, he, we know that now Giddy supposedly has some sort of limitations to him as well. So, you know, maybe Kenrich is 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 going to get some more run. Yeah, I think it's interesting because they started favors and then they played Diakiti like 12 minutes, and they were just using Baisley as their center, and Kenrich was playing power forward. And I think if they could probably get away with doing that again against Toronto, right? Because mm-hmm. Toronto plays small, so. Yeah, I think this is another Kenner spot, and I do think Kenner's is firmly in play for tournaments. I think it's a great. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully uh, with you there. Um, curious to see what happens here. Uh, our, our guy Poku was sent down to the G League, missed the last game. He was recalled from the G League. He played 26 minutes in that game against Sacramento at 28 fantasy points. So here's where Kenrich's minutes go by. I just thought about it. Yeah, so the 31 for sure, but he. So I guess that's right. Right. Yeah, he was in the G League. He was playing a bunch. They called Poku up. Kenridge played 17. They sent Poku down. He played 31. So you're <laughs> right. All right, so that's an interesting pivot then. Do you think that they give Poku another 25 minutes here? I don't know. It's tough to... It's tough to... If you if there's any sort of word like there was last time that Poku will be in the rotation, would you have interest? Yeah, I would. Yep, I would. Tournaments, yep. 3,600. Anybody else? Probably not, right? Nothing down here. Nothing down there. Power forward, DDR 96 against Charlotte is at 94 against the Thunder. Siakam has just been an absolute monster. And the time has finally come, James, where Kevin Love is priced above Evan Mobley. (laughs) Kevin Love, four straight games of 40-plus fantasy points. Uh, Going up against the Spurs, he is 71. Our boy, Evan Mobley, not as good of a game the other day, 29 minutes, $6,800 now. Um... Just rejuvenated, I guess. Like, yeah, I man. I don't know. He's been awesome. It's a great spot. It's a great spot. And Mobley has struggled the last two games, so I th- I think Love feels safer right now. And Mobley is the tournament play. And obviously, you can play DeRozan and Siakam, which we didn't really talk about. But we, like, I know you said we don't re- really need to. Yeah, allow- I didn't, like waste a bunch of time no. early. Right? No, so Br- right uh, now is at a, taking his game to a completely different level. And why is that? Because he plays 45 minutes a night. He's never going to come off the floor. It's a fantastic matchup for him. Again, the Thunder don't, they throw favors out there for a little bit, but it's largely like Basley, Daikiti, right? Like guys that yep. are mid-size front court guys. They're 6'8", six, 6'9", six, like things that Siakam can handle. So, you know, elite play. He's probably one of my favorite plays of the slate, truthfully. But again, I also look at DBR and, Look what DDR is doing. 38 actual, 45 actual, 30, like, yeah, dude, of course, play him. Like, it's he's right. amazing, right? So it's just, yeah, they're all in play. Those guys are all fine. And then there's levels. We talked about Barnes already. Our boy Keldon up to 6,200, but coming off a huge game, 28 and 7 against Houston. Yeah, but do we, he got the Houston rub there and goes crazy. 34 minutes and it was a blowout and they like take Murray off the floor. Oh, what a nightmare. Kevin Porter leaves that game. Oh, RIP. Yeah, I think we could play Kelvin. He's fine. Okay. Basley. Yeah. I mean, seven minutes, back-to-back games, 36 back-to-back games. Like he's just on the floor. Yeah. Now that he's on the floor. And again, I think they can go small and use him at center. So I, I don't think he's going to get taken off the floor here. And one of these days he's going to let us down and we know that, but right now he's in a good groove scoring. He's going to in a good groove rebounding. So I got nothing bad to say. 
what do we read about Washington playing 32 minutes in that game? Was that just purely just? Yeah, kind of speaks to our Basley point, right? right. Literally, because that was against Toronto. It's you know they decided to go small, which I'm, a lot of teams are doing because Siakam is just a matchup nightmare for centers. So Washington, being the smaller guy between him and Plumley, 32 minutes. Also, was Plumley in foul trouble or no? No. Okay, then it's just strictly the size. Um, yep, strictly the size. I'm trying to think here. I mean, Winslow, Kaminga. Yeah, I said dude, you go Winslow, but I mean Kaminga's at 44. Yeah, it's Winslow, Kaminga. I guess it depends on what happens with the front court in Sacramento. That's right. Could it be Sabonis? Maybe. Will Holmes play? Who knows? Will Bagley play? Who knows? Will both those guys be traded? Possibly. That could put Metu on the floor. We also saw Harkless get hurt, right? So Metu with eight minutes in, it's only seven minutes left in the second quarter. So like could play a bunch of run. We'll see what happens, but Metu could be in play. Yep. All right, let's go to center. Anthony Davis is the top price center against Portland at 10-1, back-to-back for him. But he did play the back-to-back the other day and dominated. So I don't think we're too worried about that. We have Towns under 10K against Sacramento. They'll be on a back-to-back, but also just like an elite spot for Towns as well, sort of given all the matchups. Uh, and then Vuk at 95, right? Like against Charlotte, he went for 62 in this matchup the first time around. Yeah, it's just the only thing with Vucevic, I would say, is the inconsistency that he shows when Zach Levine and DeRozan are on the floor. Okay. Because the last two games, they've both been on the floor, and he just doesn't look the same like he looks so good with just a rosen and then levine comes on the floor and i don't know if it's like the spacing that he has a problem with i don't know if he knows how to play like figured out how to play with levine and a rosen yet but like he just doesn't look the same the offense doesn't like run through him the same so i don't i'm again obviously in because it's charlotte and he can exploit whoever they try to guard him with but just you know Throwing caution to the wind. Is that the saying? Caution to the sure. wind? With what Vucevic has looked like with his, with Levine and Rosanelli. Mobley's been the one taking this back seat. We talked about love, but Jared Allen, these last two games, big numbers as well. 15 and 17, 29 and 22, his last two. All-star game snub, John. Yep. All-star game snub. Should be an all-star. So I know you like that narrative. I do. I like to think about that. Uh, he went for 17 points and 16 boards in this meeting earlier this year as well. So it's pretty good. A number that he number that he has success with. We talked about Plumlee again. Matchup against Toronto the other day. He played 28 minutes, but this is a game against Vucevic where I feel like they're going to need him on the floor a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So maybe kind of take a look and run back here. Yeah, as long as he stays out of foul trouble. Okay. Anybody else in the mid tier or value centers for you? A uh, Looney questionable here. So maybe Kaminga. Oh, yeah. Know. I mean, they could because they. So Utah, dude, Utah played Azabuki 28 minutes. Yeah. And Whiteside played 20. So they could just. I mean, I, I love Azabuki first off because what's his name's already ruled out. Gobert's already ruled out. Right. If they start Kaminga, John, they also could start. It's Steve Kerr, so he could also start Toscano Anderson. Right. Is Bielitsa out? Do we know that's been happening? Uh, Bielitsa's out. Okay. Bielitsa, they're missing a lot of their front court. Right. Bielitsa, Green, Iguodala, they're all out. But, you know, Kaminga's not. So if Kaminga right. were to start at center, I'd, I'd have a shit ton of interest. Sure. Anybody else? You mean Jones again, maybe? He's having a good game right now. 
Yeah, probably Damian Jones as long if as long as Holmes isn't there. Let's see. That's probably it, right? Maybe, I mean, if Favors is out, Daikiti again. Um, yeah, it would have to be. He would have to, Favors would have to be out because again, they. I'm a little worried about the them just running the small ball with. with okay, that's fair. So that's it for me then. I, I don't got yep, anybody else. That's it for me too. Uh, cool. Six games. We'll have the playbook out. We'll have obviously know where to get us in Discord and on Twitter. But for now, James and I will catch you all later.